Cheers and good morning, everybody. Welcome to my live stream from the ocean. Yes, we are. Uh, we are here after the storm. My goodness, I'm on the. Uh, I'm on the Facebook. I'm on the YouTube, and I'm on uh, Instagram Live this morning. What's up, Instagram Live? How are you? And I want to say uh, good morning to Vincent Scaramuzzo. He is first on the Facebook, and we got R.J. Henners, and we got Nick, all the regulars on the Facebook. We got Charlie Lembo and David Strauss. And who we got? Uh, Wayne Boo Atkins. Look at that. Wayne Boo Atkins is right next to Ted Palawada. What's up, guys? Uh, good morning, and I hope you guys are doing all right. Let's see who gets bragging rights on the YouTube. We got uh, this guy, Jay Ziggies. You are first on the YouTube, my uh, my friend. So welcome, welcome to my live stream, man. This is nice. Got a lot of people. Cheers to the Instagrammers too. Oh, by the way, I'm drinking out of my um, my Wildwood, New Jersey mug. Got a little souvenir from the wife and the kids. They just got back from Wildwood, New Jersey. They spent a week down there. Uh, with the in-laws and their cousins having a good old time on the boardwalk and uh, doing the whole ocean thing. And then their trip was done on Saturday and they were supposed to head back to the, uh, the ocean. And then uh, I told them to stay away because this stupid Hurricane and Ray, Hurricane and Ray was a bust. So because of that, I, I couldn't see my, my wife and my kids for another two days. And they finally got back to the ocean uh, yesterday. And man, it was so, so good to, uh, you know, hug them and see them. But uh, I'm kind of pissed off because Hurricane Enray was a big bust for Long Island. Now, I know a lot of people check this out from all over the country. I get a, a lot of people from the East Coast. Um, but I stayed behind. I was kind of excited. I'm not going to lie to you. I've seen some uh, terrible nor'easters out here with winds up to like 70 mile an hour gusts. Uh, where I thought my windows were going to blow in. I've seen nor'easters where they take a lot of my roof away and I got to redo the roof. Uh, I've seen nor'easters where the, the ocean comes all the way up to the dunes. Uh, so over the years, we've seen a lot of crazy-ass storms out here, and we've been here for most of them. So the stupid Hurricane Enray uh, started barreling down on Long Island. Everyone was scared out of their minds. Uh, the fear-mongering was strong with the Weather Channel and your local uh, news channel. And I said, you know what? I ain't falling for this shit again. I get kind of triggered by hurricanes because back in the day when we used to go to the Outer Banks, I'm going to say it again, we had a beautiful two-week trip down there with a beautiful house on the 4x4 beach, and we got knocked out by a hurricane. And that's why to this day I go F you to, uh, to Al Roker because he was down there. He was the main player. And he's on the beach, literally down the beach from where we were staying and just throwing fear, fear, fear at everybody. And, you know, these people, including ourselves, we, we, uh, we got the house a year in advance. You, you know how this shit works. You do this with your own family and friends. We get the house a year in advance. We're all set up nice. People spend a lot of money, have to get off from work and all that horse shit. And there's Al Roker. He, he works for, you know, he works for NBC. So how do you get people to, 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 to watch longer? You throw the fear at them. You tell them that this hurricane's going to be a direct hit. So what happened all those years ago, 
we packed up the cars and we left our beautiful vacation house because of this hurricane and we had to be inland for like three or four days of our vacation and long story short the hurricane was a bust and my first thought was al roker and the rest of these assholes that report on weather on the news the uh, the weather channel and whatnot they knew they knew ahead of time but they don't care because they got advertisers and they know they got so many more people tuning in especially if you're telling them it could be a direct hit and i learned my lesson and i should have learned my lesson in the outer banks because as we were leaving all the locals were on their decks and on their porches going like this bye goodbye bye and they're laughing as they're drinking and watching the show as we did a congo uh, line out of the four by four beach and out of the outer banks to quote be safe and the whole time they're drinking on their decks and their porches just going goodbye farmers because they knew that the, that the uh, hurricane wasn't going to be a direct hit. And I never, ever forgot that. So I'm like, wait a minute. These locals, they know something we don't. But at that point, I had a, a young child. And, you know, the fear was already in everybody's heads. I remember me and my brother, he went on that trip. He wanted to stay. And, uh, and we were going to hide the cars and stay, you know. Long story short, when we got back to the house and found that uh, the cleaning crew stole all our shit because they thought we weren't coming back there was nothing wrong with the house so all those locals on their decks and their porches going bye farmers bye bye they knew something so they obviously were getting their weather from somewhere else so uh fast forward all these years to hurricane and ray you know i didn't even know this damn thing was coming i had to find out from you guys i was live streaming one day and Someone goes, oh, man, that hurricane looks like it might be a direct hit on Long Island. I'm like, what hurricane? You know, because we haven't had a direct hit on Long Island in something like, uh, I want to say, like 30 years. So I look at this damn thing, and I'm like, ah, it's okay. All right. At first, I'm like, okay. But it was a couple days away, and uh, then the fear mongers, the Al Rokers, the Weather Channel people, this uh, News 12, which is local news on Long Island, which is barely a step above college TV news. They're all throwing the fear, the fear. This is going to be a direct hit on Long Island. And, and they had it projected where this hurricane was going to hit dead center, South Shore, Long Island. And I'm like, oh, okay. But then I'm like, you know, nope, nope. Al Roker, Outer Banks. Nope, nope. Don't fall for it again. So I started doing my own little research. I started talking to the old timers out here. And first of all, they go, if it's not a cat two, then you have nothing to worry about. They said, maybe the water will come up over the dunes, maybe. And if you got a car in the driveway, that could be problematic because the salt water will rush, uh, excuse me, rust out your car and destroy your engine. So I'm like, are you staying? They're like, yeah, I'm staying. The guy who told me he was staying was 82 years old. I'm like, if, he, if he's confident enough that this is gonna be a bust, then okay, right there, I'm, I'm going to start ignoring the Weather Channel and the dumb local News 12 and the Al Roker guy. And, uh, and, and the guy that stayed, he's on his third house out here. His third house. So he has seen storms that have taken his house away. So then I started uh, talking to other people. And they're like, nah, man, this is, this is no big deal. And I started studying hurricanes after Al Roker. And I know that when hurricanes start coming up the, uh, the East Coast... They start wobbling to the right because hurricanes want to just take off to the right and get the hell out of here. 
So I'm like, all right, if they're projecting this thing for dead center Long Island South Shore two days in advance, this thing is going to continue wobbling to the right and wobble to the right. And sure enough, every time they did an update, they were like, okay, it wobbled a little to the right. It's not dead center Long Island anymore. It's a little, little east of dead center Long Island South Shore. And I'm like, these sons of bitches, they already know this isn't going to be a direct hit on Long Island. And then my next clue was this Jim Cantor on the Weather Channel. They set up all their guys for the hurricane coverage because the Weather Channel makes stupid money on uh, hurricanes and their hurricane coverage because they got the advertisers. And they know the more people that watch their coverage, they could uh, charge more and more money for the commercials and everyone makes makes, uh, some nice money. So I'm like, why the hell would the Weather Channel why the head hell would Al Roker? Why the hell would this uh, would this uh, local news twelve ever tell you the real truth? They tease the worst case scenario because they watch it and keep watching. And I know you guys know uh, a lot of you guys know this. So then uh, this Jim Cantor, they set up all their people to all the hot spots, and I'm like, this Jim this Jim Cantor, he's not on Long Island, and everyone else is teasing that Long Island's going to get a direct hit because that was the story they knew if they could keep pushing that storyline more and more people would continue watching their coverage they put jim cantor in rhode island so that was the second clue that i'm like all right i should stay for this hurricane if jim cantor is not on my goddamn beach then the weather channel already knows that uh it's not going to be as big of a deal on long island and then they had this clown close to here in uh, East Hampton and Montauk, it was their JV team. I'm like, oh, because their their second, oh no, their second uh, most popular host. Uh, I think her name's Stephanie something. She was in Montauk because I think the Weather Channel was starting to think, oh god, this isn't going to hit the middle of Long Island. It might hit the tip of Montauk, which would have obviously been problematic for me. Then I called up my brother because he gave up on the weather a long time ago. He does his own weather. He sits around and does his own weather. And guess what? It's a little different than the meteorologist that went to school for this shit. So I go, Scott, what are you thinking? He's like, dude, this thing's going to wobble. We all know it's going to wobble right out of our area. And I'm like, that's what I think. Oh, my God. And then I talked to uh, one, of the, one of the good people from the private Facebook group that studies weather. I don't know if she wants her name mentioned. It's Andrea. I'll say her first name. I go, Andrew, what's up? What do you what do you think? And she goes, okay, here's the deal. If they don't uh, give your area a mandatory uh, evacuation, then you're good. Clue three? I'm like, no, is that clue three or four? Whatever. You ca- you keep track of the goddamn clues. Um, I'm like, wow, they're only doing a, a voluntary uh, uh, evacuation. That means they know the houses are going to be fine. I'm like, holy shit. So then I'm like, I'm staying. And then I got text coming in from friends and uh, one family member they're like you're crazy to stay I'm like I'm not crazy stop watching the stupid news I, I did all my own research and long story short this hurricane and Ray was a complete bust for Long Island and I truly believe the Weather Channel News 12 Long Island and stupid Al Roker they all knew it was going to be a bust for Long Island but they couldn't tell you that because they needed us to all watch if they said it was going to hit Block Island, yeah, dramatic pause because most people don't know Block Island. You're not going to tune in the fucking news. You're going to be like, Block Island? Oh, fuck. I don't know anyone that lives there. You're not watching. 
It's so obvious. So I, uh, I waited out the storm here. I was a little anxious at first, but then every time I watched, they're like, eh, it's wobbling a little more to the right, a wobble to the right. I'm like, no, man, this thing is taking off to the right. How about you tell the fine people that it's taking off uh, uh, to the right so they don't ruin their vacation plans? So then I tune in um, all the local news channels here in the New York area. Know what they showed? Horrendous traffic leaving Montauk. People were in their cars for hours to get on higher ground because they were buying into the coverage. I don't know where the morals are with uh, news reporting. I mean, I know it went away a long time ago, and I know we should be calling it uh, news entertainment because it's not actual news anymore because they really have to consider the advertisers and they really have to consider how much fear-mongering they're going to do to keep you watching. But I felt so sorry for these people. I, I, uh, I heard from a couple, and basically people were in their cars for four or five hours to try to get to safer ground. And guess what I did? I stayed right here. This was like... Ground zero. The hurricane was, I was supposed to see its asshole from my uh, my locale. I would have seen it coming. I would have seen right into the hurricane's asshole. But that never happened. And all these people had to cut their vacation short. It really, it really triggers me and pisses me the fuck off. And they, they don't just do it with the weather. We all know that. They're doing that with the, everything else. Everything else we fight about. Everything. And I believe the answer is always somewhere in the goddamn middle. Long story short, Hurricane Enray wasn't even in the top 10 biggest storms I've seen out here on Long Island. We saw way worse. And then I'm pissed off because I really missed my family. I couldn't go to Wildwood with them for their big vacation with uh, their cousins and, you know, the, all my family on the other side there uh, because they picked a place that uh, didn't accept dogs. And uh, I'll be honest, we, we couldn't really find anyone to watch the dog that I could trust. So I, I had to wait another two days to see them. And I started telling my wife, I'm like, ma'am, I know I know this thing is not hitting where we're at. I know it. I did all my research. I go, but, you know, my kids are still young, and I can't explain. I can explain uh, this to them to a point, but I knew in their little heads they would have uh, fear still. So I'm like, God, ah, just stay in Philly, I guess. Uh, I, mean, I mean, the roads weren't even flooded out. We get these nor'easters where you can't even drive your car for two or three days because the whole road is flooded out. It's just a tiny little country road. So we're back. And Ray is gone, thank God. And, you know, for the most part, I don't think uh, a hurricane will hit these parts for a long, long time because it's really, really tough, man. I mean, I feel sorry for the people in Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, Louisiana. They get hit with these damn things. And and after they get, like, uh, north of uh, North Carolina, these hurricanes want to just take that dramatic fucking right. So even if something's keeping it in place, that hurricane is still, like, going, uh-uh, I want to go this way, and it's struggling, and it keeps pushing east. 
It just brings me back to the Outer Banks with all those locals. They had uh, delicious drinks on their deck. They were so happy. All the farmers, all the tourists were leaving, and they were just going, bye-bye, (laughs) bye-bye. God. Cheers. Ah, I like that rant. I like I, I know what I, I, I used to like about the radio show. All of us deal with horse shit in our lives and it's so frustrating and you feel like you don't have an outlet and the best you could do is start like having imaginary fights because you don't know what to do with your energy and you're just like so fucking bothered and mad. And I was able to uh, I was able to go on the radio and rant and rave and get it out. Get it out. And I felt like, uh, you know, I was talking to people that were feeling the same way about a lot of this shit. And that's what I like. I couldn't wait to turn on this live stream this morning just to beat the crap out of Hurricane and Ray and the weather guys. The stupid weather. The weather channel's sneaky, by the way. They're sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Because they're supposed to be the authority. But you could see how they broadcast that they're like, ugh, shit. We got to keep these people watching. It's all about trying to keep these people watching. Look, I was guilty of it. There were times on uh, the radio I knew I had a, a, a nothing burger, but I, I knew how to tease it in such a way that I, I kept people listening, the old radio tease. But I was confident enough in my personality, in Anthony's personality, in Jim Norton's personality, that people were going to tune in no matter what. And that's the key to this whole rant. These idiots on uh, News 12 Long Island, I watch a lot because I'm out here. I, I couldn't tell you one person's name on that damn thing. And I only know Jim Cantor on the Weather Channel. And I watched their coverage for off and on, I don't know, for a day and a half straight. Mostly just to be mad. If you have a personality that is worth a shit, people are going to watch your, uh, your channel. They're going to listen to your radio show. And you don't have to do as much of that bullshit fear shit to keep uh, people tuned in longer. That's the key. And News 12 doesn't have it. They don't have those personalities that you're like, you know what? I got I to gotta watch Blah Blah on News 12 Long Island. That person's pretty entertaining. None of them have it. None of them. Including Al Roker. He's a legend for what? For what? Oh, look at the Instagram love. I didn't even pay attention to you guys. What's up? And someone gave me $3.49 on the Instagram. You know what that means? I'm going to go Instagram live tomorrow morning with this. If I can make $3.49 a day doing Instagram live, then, then guess what? Welcome to our little group. I'm adding Instagram live to our daily live stream there you go so whoever the 340 I'll, I'll tell you who the 349 was from uh junior mantione it looks like you guys could all thank him because he gave me three dollars and 49 cents and that motivates me to turn the instagram live on again tomorrow morning oh yeah uh medical legal connection just gave me four dollars so guess what i will be uh back on youtube live tomorrow the pocket money helps me uh, stay motivated to do this every fucking day. I don't know why I'm cursing so much. High-pitched Opie. Is that the latest dumb thing going around? High-pitched Opie. You got to check out his live stream. He's high-pitched Opie now. Shut up. Doing something right. You guys are obsessed with me. I am sweating my ass off. This is like my 
This <laughs> you want to know something really? So this stupid shirt, right? I used to. Oh God, I forgot the name of the place. I turned Jim Norton onto this place too, but kid was doing really well with his career. I would go to this store. I really like their shit. Oh, uh, James Pierce. I'll give him a little plug today, even though they never gave me a discount on anything, you sons of bitches. I'm the best that's ever been. So I would shop at James uh, Purse or Pierce, whatever the fuck. And uh, I was just thinking about this the other day. I, I have a white t-shirt. That's It's definitely soft, but you can get soft t-shirts at, at uh, Target. The kid learned that you could do that because uh, <laughs> the kid shops differently now. But I bought a white t-shirt. This is how good the kid used to do. And I'm saying the kid because that bothers people too. And uh, now it's just a who gives a crap uh, t-shirt. It's got the classic coffee stains and spaghetti stains and fish guts. I, I literally wear it to fish. That fucking white t-shirt at this joint I used to uh, shop at was a hundred dollars. I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you where I used to be, where money meant nothing. And now I'm like, oh my God, I just made $9.99. Hopefully I could buy two white t-shirts for that. And this is another one of those shirts. And this was probably close to 100 as well. And now it's just a pajama top. <laughs> but I'm like, how lost were you? How like, how, how out of touch were you that you saw a white, that's the key to this whole story. You saw a white t-shirt and thought nothing of spending $100 on it. It wasn't like it was a nice, you know, classic color that you could wear out to a dinner or something. Oh, we got a couple uh, making their way to the beach. Oh, nope, there's three of them. Never mind. When you see two this early uh, before anyone else is out there, alert your friends and neighbors. There might be a code red for action. We're doing a little better job with the Afghanistan thing, but let's be honest, it's a cluster F, and you got to blame Biden on that one, obviously. Uh, Cuomo, I'll do some fast shit here. Cuomo uh, is officially not the governor of New York anymore. It was funny. I was watching his press conference during Hurricane Enray. In a way, it was sad because you could tell he has no credibility anymore, and everyone's like, they want to know more about the women and all that. And he's trying to have like a legit press conference and everyone's like, oh God, just go away. I don't like the new governor of uh, New York. For the simple fact, she's trying to say she didn't know shit about what Cuomo was up to. That, that's impossible. She absolutely knew. And I didn't see her jumping up and down and saying anything. So I think she's starting in a bad way. I think they need to get rid of her too and start really fresh. We'll see. We'll see what the people think because... Um, I think she's got to run. For, ow, I just bit the side of my mouth. Uh, we'll see what the people say when they, you know, vote in the next election, which is coming up. Um, the FDA gave approval for the Pfizer vaccination vaccine. So I hope more and more people get vaccinated. Why? What? Uh, whatever. Do what you have to. All I ask, if you're not vaccinated and I'm hanging out with you, please tell me. That's it. If you think you don't need to be vaccinated, who am I? I think you should. That's my opinion against your opinion, but just do the right thing and just tell me you're not vaccinated. So my, my kids who are vulnerable because they're underage, I could keep them away from you. 
Can we at least do that? I'll see if they go on to the beach because I don't have a good angle. It's it's a photo shoot. Oh, it's a photo shoot. It's a, it's a girl, a woman. She's a cleaned up six tops with, a, with youth on her side. So, you know, when youth goes away, she'll be a quick four. Oh, she's posing awkwardly and the guy's on his one knee with a giant lens taking pictures of her. Oh, God, this is so embarrassing. You could go on TikTok right now or Instagram. You could see a million, yes, a million, and that's not an exaggeration, a million girls that are hotter than this, this woman that's uh, doing a photo shoot. Oh, I feel bad. I just realized what the hell this is. Oh, I'm an idiot. Because I just realized why the other guy's there. They're getting married. They got engaged and they're doing their photos. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Congrats on the engagement. They're awkwardly looking at each other's eyes, though. <laughs> They've never done this before. I saw a funny video. You know, I should probably tweet out some of these funny videos when I see them. But uh, they didn't do this when I got married. Oh, my God. I'm sweating. Look how red my face got. It, the sun's only been out an hour. I guess the new thing at, at weddings, which I think is smart, when I got married, I hated the fact that we had to take almost two hours away from our own reception to get all the photos done. That's like the dumbest, stupidest thing. You pay all this money and you want to just hang out with your family and friends and you're, you're gone. You're not even with them for two hours. And then you finally get settled and they're like, oh, uh, you know, uh, you only have two and a half hours left uh, uh, for your wedding, basically. But the new thing, I guess, where it's the big reveal and uh, the groom, you know, he's got his back facing the bride and he's going to see her in the wedding dress for the first time and this happens before the actual wedding now which I think is a great move and it's the reaction shot of him turning around and seeing how beautiful she is and there's always tears and everyone's clapping and applauding and then everyone that is fortunate enough to check out the scene they're crying you know the deal it's the new thing now there was one online where the guy has his back uh, you know to the bride and next thing you know, it's obviously his best man, his, his best friend in life, in a wedding dress, walking up to him and taps him on the shoulder. And he turns around, like, all excited to see his, his uh, future wife, you know, in the wedding dress for the first time. And it's his best friend, his best man. Oh, my God, that made me laugh. Benjamin Tucker with the, what did I miss? Benjamin, there was a moment that I'm like, I might need to get helicoptered out of here if I'm wrong with all the Hurricane and Ray coverage. And I'm, I was going to call Benjamin Tucker to, to fly me out of this damn place. But like I said earlier, we didn't need any of that. Oh, my God. The, the dress is see-through. I'm just reporting. Be careful with the dress. When the sun comes from the east, you can see right through the dress. Ba-ba-da-da-da-da-da, baby. All right. Love is in the air. Yes, it is. What's your favorite love song? Oh, it's their engagement photos. Now I feel bad. I just thought it was like an average girl hoping for fame and fortune uh, being a model. When all you have to do is you, you just go on TikTok or Instagram Reels, show your nips, and you get 100,000 likes. What the F? 
whatever happened to good content? I, I worked my balls off, and then and these girls that are average, they're just showing their nipples through a, 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 a white T-shirt, and they're getting 100,000 likes. See for yourself on TikTok. Stuck in the middle. Thanks for the $5. Used to work in a wedding uh, banquet room. One time I dropped all the plates in front of all the guests. LOL. There was a lot. Did everyone applaud? I like when that happens. It's so cute. You know, when you're in a restaurant and uh, a waiter breaks a glass and then the whole restaurant applauds. It's just, it's just fun for everybody. They shut OnlyFans down, I heard. What was that about? I think everyone was fully aware that OnlyFans was all about uh, the S-E-X. Let's talk about sex, baby. Why do they shut it down? Or they're shutting down the, the sexiness of it, right? I guess they don't want money. I mean, OnlyFans with the girls doing their thing? I, I, that was a, a good business model. I never went on OnlyFans or any of that shit. I, I don't like paying for anyone's content. I hate it. You know, we got a special Patreon episode for our, our Patreon people. No, you don't. It's a regular episode. Shut up. That's the problem. I've been approached by a lot of these uh, people. It was Supercast, by the way. We were talking about that the other day. Supercast, Patreon, there was another startup, and they all want me to move my audience over there. And I'll be honest, my audience isn't big enough to do that. And secondly, just like everybody else, I can't figure out how to uh, make special episodes. They're not special. I don't care who you listen to, and I know a bunch of my old friends do Patreon. There's nothing special. It's just a regular episode. They should say that. Look, I, liked, I always like the honesty. So I would be like, I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to be just another episode. But, you know, I appreciate that you're part of my Patreon because it, it helps me pay the bills. But to make believe, oh, my God. Wait till you hear the Patreon episode. No, thank you. Now, if we were still doing the Opie and Anthony show, and then when I um, did Opie and Jim Norton, which was a terrible show, not, not because of me, and then uh, the show after that, which was really rocking, I started taking advantage of uh, Facebook Live. Now, that would have been something. The behind-the-scenes stuff, that would have been cool. Doing an amazing show with Carl Ruiz and Vic Henley and Sherrod and Chris Stefano, And then we started turning on the Facebook Live right after the show. Now, that's different and special. That I could have sold. Like to all my Patreon people, you know, stick around after the show and, and we're just hanging out in the studio laughing our asses off. That would work. Stuck in the middle. The afternoon show was awesome. Yeah, man, I was on to something. That was a gut punch. But that's all right. We're past that, right? Of course we are. All right, dudes. I am, And dudettes. I'm hot. And I'm also sweating. Baby. I'm, I want to go because it's really sweaty out here. And I could see that this whole right side of my face is beat red. And I didn't put any lotion on. And I got to be careful with this. That's why I always wear... People make fun of me at the beach. I don't know if I ever told you this. I'll leave you with this. It's, it's a who gives a crap thing. So if you want to tune out now, that's fine. See, I, I like the honesty. <laughs> I wasn't trying to make you listen longer. I wear uh, long sleeve shirts. And uh, like long pants, sweats and whatnot. Very light though. I'm always in search of something very light and breezy. And I cover up on this uh, beach as, as much as possible. 
Because when you when you uh, live at the beach in the ocean like this, you get way more sun than anybody else, and uh, that could be no bueno when you get older. And I'm in the uh, uh, getting older category, so that's why the long sleeve shirt. But I am sweating like a pig right now. Oh, Pat's. Oh, Pat, I want to go. I mean, if Pat wants on, I got to put him on. Pat Duffy, what's up, buddy? What's going on? I know you're about to leave. I just wanted to say good morning and. Uh, I wanted to ask you about your Wildwood mug. Did your was your wife down there for the uh, country concert? No, they got out of there just in time. Oh man, because we're I, we're a family that's still taking this coronavirus thing seriously. And and Wildwood, I got the full report. First of all, it's uh, definitely Trump country. Oh, yeah. oh my god, I got tan. This is too early for tan life. <laughs> and um, they're done with the pandemic down there. Yeah, they're done with it, which I think is insane. Yeah. No, I I went to the show. I was there for four days, and it was a really great time. It was awesome. No, I saw your Instagram. It looked like you had a blast down there. No, it was fantastic. But it was like, I have not. I, I I'm not a. Uh, I took the pandemic seriously, and I, yeah. I like uh, for the most part. But I was never nervous about the entire thing for a year and a half until Saturday night, when I was like physically touching people that I didn't know. And I was like, this is how it spreads. Like, this is it right here. Of course. Yeah, yeah. And and I was just like, I, I mean, I, I didn't like, it didn't alter the way that I, you know, it did anything. But I, it was the first and only time I ever actually thought about it. But then I was more worried about athlete's foot because it rained the first night of the show. And for the rest of the show, there was four inches of standing water anywhere you went. Oh, wow. So I was just like. Uh, like I was ankle deep in water the entire time. And I was like, I was like, I'm not worried about the pandemic. I'm going to get athlete's foot. I'm dealing with athlete's foot right now. I could show you if you really need to see it. But um, I mean, I do. I love athlete's foot. <laughs> it feels good. Because uh, of the itch. Yeah, it feels and good. And then it, it gets to a point. I don't love it. I mean, that's whatever. But every once in a while, I get bummed out. I got it. But then you get that itch and you got to itch the skin right off your toe. Oh, yeah. And especially in between the toes. It yep. is. It is. It's one of the, it's one of the simple pleasures in life. I'm not gonna lie to you, but then you put the Desinex right on the the raw wound, and that burns, and that's not fun. But that, oh. but the initial itch to get rid of it is is lovely. Oh no, it's it's, it's the best. It feels great. <laughs> and then, but the the second day we were there, we were like, we immediately went to the nearest uh, drugstore and got tenactin and sprayed all of our feet down because it was nice. the only way. Like I'm sure it's, something's gonna happen, but. Yeah. Right with it, but. Look, this coronavirus, uh, within the last, not I would say just over a week, uh, my neighbor has it, didn't get vaccinated. Des Bishop has it. He was vaccinated, but he said it's it's not fun. Right. I think he got the Delta variant. And I got to be careful, but uh, two, two family members of mine have it. And uh, I think they're vaccinated, and, and they're having a tough time with it, too. That's That's all within the last week. Those people popped up and and uh, and got it. Well, I, the only time I I brought a mask with me, just and I just had it in my pocket, and I was like, well, maybe they'll just have us wear them. And then I realized when I got in that not a single person was wearing a mask, and there was thirty thousand right. people there. And yeah. I was just like, well, I'll just keep my distance and I'll be all right. And then I realized quickly that I was like, if I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it here. Yeah, so, but I'm fully vaccinated, so but I. You know, it is what it is. Like, you can't avoid everything forever. So, I, I no, don't know I mean, it goes. 
all the people I uh, listen to and follow, and it's more than one, I think you re really got to listen to a whole bunch of people that make your decision, kind of like how I made the decision to stay here for a dumb hurricane. I, <laughs> I went to a whole bunch of different sources, right? Right. Um, they, they, they basically say that if you're vaccinated, you do much better if, if you do get this damn thing. So right. uh, that that's a relief to me, uh, no doubt. I went yesterday. So the, the wife and the kids came back from Wildwood and uh, came they came around dinner and I went into town to get some takeout and I'm vaccinated and I put a mask, I'm back wearing a mask in public. I am. And, and that's going to make people roll their eyes, whatever. <laughs> this place had outdoor seating. It was packed. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I'm, I'm in a tourist area and people are getting their last licks in for summer. There wasn't one person sitting and eating uh, with a mask anywhere in sight. I know, I know you take your mask off to eat, but I didn't see them on the table. I didn't see them around their neck, nothing. So I walked through the dining area to, to go to the takeout area. And uh, this one guy looks at me and he's, he's got a whole bunch of people at his uh, table and he sees that I'm wearing a mask. I go, mind your own business. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's, it's weird. It's like people have just resigned to the fact that it's done with and it's really not. I'm, I'm also guilty of that. Like, I'm just like, all right, it's over. Everybody's vaccinated. We're good to go. But yeah. it's really not. And then like, I'll see somebody wearing one and I'm like, I don't know if that guy's dumb or smart. You yeah. Know? It's just, it's one of those things. Like we took a bunch of Ubers and Ubers really stressed mass required. And we would get in the Uber and be like, do we need one? And the guy's like, no, I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know? So it's just like, it's how, I don't know. It's weird. Right. Well, I mean, like I said, we got to be careful about how we talk about the coronavirus. I'm taking it very seriously. I believe in uh, being vaccinated. I believe right. you should be wearing a mask. I just want to get all that out there. But like I said, that's, at this point, I'm not going to convince the other side no. to, to think like I do, and, and that's okay. Right. But my only thing that I beg people out there, and this this will be the new problem, if you're not vaccinated and you're around me and my family and my young kids that are underage so they can't get vaccinated, just tell me you're not vaccinated so then I can make my decision to stay the fuck away from you or at least right. keep my kids away from you. But right. there are people like, they feel like they know better than you, so they didn't get vaccinated, and they're just going about their life like, I know better than you, and right. nothing's going to happen. And that's that's not cool, man, oh. especially if it's uh, friends and family. You, I think you're obligated to tell people whether you're vaccinated or not when you're with a group of people. Right. Well, we went down. It was six of us all together, and my brother-in-law was with us, and he's not vaccinated, and I didn't know he wasn't. And I just kind of assumed that he was. And then we were like walking down the boardwalk and we were talking about it. And I was like, I was like, you're not vaccinated. He goes, no. He said, are you? I said, yeah, I'm not an asshole. I'm vaccinated. Right. I was, I was like, just get the shot. And he goes, well, I don't know what's in it. And I was like, I've watched you blow rails of Coke that you got <laughs> in the middle of the night. Just get the shot. You know, like, who cares? <laughs> it's, it's Look, man, you live long enough. You realize it's just pure insanity yeah. out there. Human yeah. nature is so fucked up. <laughs> it really is fucked up. Yeah, it's, you know, people see on Facebook that, you know, somebody, you know, somebody had an adverse reaction. And right. to the millions of people that got it, five people get sick. All right, well, then I'm not doing it either, I guess. I don't know. People are dying. Yeah. By the way, the food sucked last night. God, I should just, I just should name the restaurant. They microwaved the chicken. You can't microwave. Carl taught me this a million years ago. You can't microwave no. chicken ever. No. And then I called up the guy and I was a, I was a typical Karen. And I'm like, I'm, I'm embarrassed that I'm calling you, but I got to tell you, your this meal sucks. 
And this is the first time I'm calling you. And I've, I've been to your place so many times. I can't even count. But the quality of your food has gone down. Your prices have gone up. And I got to tell you, I, I ordered what was called a, a chicken burrito bowl. Mm. It had like, it had maybe three tablespoons of rice, smeared cheese to the left side of the uh, to-go tin, and this chicken on top. That was their burrito bowl. It, was, it, it wasn't appetizing at all. <laughs> and, uh, and I taste the chicken, and it was really dry. I'm like, these sons of bitches are microwaving their chicken to keep oh, everything yeah. hot. Oh yeah, and then the guy is annoyed at me. I'm like, don't be annoyed at me. I, <laughs> you can look up my number. You can look out up how many times we've been to your place. You, you're not going to find another complaint from me. But I finally felt like I had to say something. Yeah, it takes a lot. It takes a lot to get there, especially for me. Like, I don't ever complain about people's food or their business or anything like that. But if you you really got to fuck it up in right. order for me to complain, and I, and I understand where you're coming from on that. Like. It right. takes a lot to get to that point. Yeah, I just, I, I finally had it. He's like, and then he's like, well, next time you come in, because we do go in there on a regular basis, not as much since the pandemic. So we've done a lot of takeout, too right. much information, I understand. Because next time you come in, I'll, I'll take 30% off. Okay. I'm like, 30% off one meal or the whole goddamn uh, <laughs> the whole thing. Deck. Well, that was like that was like on Saturday night, like after the show, we walked right across the boardwalk and there's like a Wildwood like pizza place. And like I'm, I, I expect to pay like boardwalk prices for food. Like I didn't care. Yeah, and we got me and my buddy went up and we ordered like three or four slices of pizza, like two sausage sandwiches, and a couple drinks. And they were like, "All right, that's ninety four something." And I was just like, "Never mind." Like, yeah, I'm not spending a hundred bucks on shitty boardwalk pizza. Like, and I never did that before in my whole life. I was just like, you know what? Never mind. Like Dude. I'm good. I don't need it. I'll I'll, I'll get something else. Like. Dude, the meal last night was $98. My, my kid ordered uh, pasta with red sauce with chicken on the side. I'm like, because uh, then I started questioning the bill. And so the pasta with the red sauce was uh, $7. Mm-hmm. And because she uh, does chicken on the side, that they added $11. I know we've all suffered and, and lost money because of this coronavirus. I'm like, that's crazy, oh, dude. That's like, it's like they're making up prices. A hundred percent. And then I... I had this chicken burrito bowl. My my kid had a quesadilla, and my wife had a uh, vegetable uh, burrito bowl, and it was ninety eight dollars. I'm like, I'm trying to support local businesses, but I'm like, ah. And then you're microwaving the chicken. Yeah, uh, Rachel from Minnesota. I have people in my family that have smoked meth, but they won't get vaccinated. <laughs> exactly. We all have that story. Yeah, exactly. We all have that story. Yeah. Like, like I said, I. I threw my two cents out there for way too long. All I ask, if you're not vaccinated and you're going to be around my family, especially my kids, please tell me so then I can make my own decision. Right. I I, I probably won't kick you out of my house, but I'll I'll tell my kids, you know what? Maybe uh, be a little extra careful. I I, I think we can at least do that for each other. I agree. I agree. But All right, Pat. Of, well, hang on. Just I, I just wanted to tell you. You know me yeah. well. En- you know me well enough. We go back long enough that you know that I've done some disgusting things in my life. But I, I wanted to tell you because I thought of you randomly in Wildwood that you would think this was a funny situation, where I was at the co- the country show and like I said, there was like four inches of standing water everywhere, and for the and I have I've ingested uh, another man's vomit. I've played <laughs> with homeless shit. I've brushed my teeth with dog shit. I've done breast milk ice cream. I've done a million disgusting things in my life that I never did a second thought about until I was standing in a Wildwood, New Jersey porta potty in bare feet. 
Oh yeah. And I, was, and I for the first time in my life, I was like, "This is gross." Oh and yeah. I, and I thought of you because I was just like, I was like, he'd be laughing at me right now because I've done so much worse. But that was the first time that I was so grossed out by the whole thing, and then it was disgusting. So You're I too old for that. I, I tell the story when I went to spring break uh, in, in Fort Lauderdale. I was at the famous Elbow Room, and they lost the lights in the whole joint, and no one cared because it was spring break. Right. And I walked around for a week without shoes. I actually got stranded in Fort Lauderdale because I was chasing tail, and and my friends who had a condo that was like an hour away, they went home without me, and they saw me like five days later. I just, I just, I just lived out in Fort Lauderdale <laughs> for the week. I had nowhere to really to sleep or anything, but I would find a place here and there, and I right. slept under an RV one night. I mean, it, the beauty of being young, man. Oh yeah. I was at, at the elbow room. They lost the lights. I remember I went into the bathroom and they had, uh, I always get the name wrong, the the trough, the trough. What is it called? The trough. The trough. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, where, you know, everyone pees. Yeah. And uh, I walked into the men's room, same as you, no shoes on, and I'm in water. <laughs> and I realized it's pitch dark in there. And, and guys were just going in there and just peeing. Because yeah. at that point, they couldn't find the trough really or they didn't really care. Because yeah. they just had to go. So I'm like, oh, my God, I am standing in pee, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it, it was just one of those. And it was, like, sandy. And, like, it, I just it was hot. And I'm like, this is – I've finally reached the limit. I think I've, I've found my limit. Right. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All right, dude, I'm sweating. I mean, I would do another half hour with you, Pat, because uh, you no, really are good. good at this. And we have good chemistry. But uh, I, I'm, I'm dying. I'm sweating so bad. No, I hear you. I I uh, just want I just wanted to pop on and say hello, and I haven't seen you in a couple of days because I've been on vacation. But uh, I'm back if you need me. Right on. Yeah. No. We'll uh, maybe we'll do something a little more uh, professional. I don't know. All right. You let me know. All right, Pat. Thanks, buddy. Uh, talk to you later, bro. All right. There goes Pat Duff. He's uh, one of the good ones. And uh, um. All right. I don't know how to end this. I'm, I'm I can't see the arrow to hit end broadcast. Where's my arrow? That's a hand. I don't need the hand right now. I need the arrow. There, oh, God. oh, I think, the, oh, yeah, okay.